Good night, everybody. Coming to you from Trump country, Tennessee. Right down here in a deep red state, the greatest state in the country, Tennessee. On rumble.com slash LFA TV at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Ungoverned. Happy to be here. In the words of our uh, esteemed philosopher, John Fetterman. Hi, good night, everybody. Good evening to the Ungovernables, the captain's crew, the LFA family. We are pre-recorded today as we are traveling, uh, but we are here, ready to go, 5 p.m. And we're going to preview the South Carolina primary. So again, good evening to everybody. I, I think I cut it short. The LFA family, the Ungovernables, the captain's crew, McGroin Nation, everybody who is there in the chat holding it down today on a Friday as we preview and get excited for and get ready for what should be a big, big win a message-setting win, a tone-setting win for Donald Trump in the 2024 uh, Republican primary in the great state, the Palmetto State of South Carolina. We have two polls to go over today with regards to what to expect. Um, It looks like uh, a bloodbath is on the way for Nikki Haley, but will it be as big as many people think it's going to be? Are we going to see something close to 30 points? I don't know. There's a couple of different metrics that can impact that. Uh, So we'll get to some of the polling data out of South Carolina in front of the primary. Obviously, Nikki Haley says, I'm not going anywhere. That's great. Uh, So then she's going to be hanging around until Super Tuesday. And we'll do this again on uh, on Super Tuesday, where I believe 18 states go to vote. Uh, in the Republican primary on Super Tuesday. So she'll get embarrassed again. Donald Trump can claim a massive victory again, and he can wrap up the nomination over the course of the next four weeks when it comes to uh, acquiring the right amount of delegates before the convention this summer. So we are uh, primary, uh, previewing, sorry, the primary in South Carolina. We have that. Also, uh, more information that would confirm It's not really a theory. It's pretty much the fact it would reinforce the fact that Nikki Haley is a Democrat and is being propped up by Democrats. You know, she was in her speech the other day playing the race card. Oh, I was a brown girl and I was bullied. Oh, yeah, you're so proud of being brown. Is that why you changed your name from Nimrata to Nikki? Is that why you go by a white name instead of a brown name? Is that is that because you're proud of your heritage that you decided to just wipe your actual name off the face of the earth? Everyone calls you Nikki now. Is that the deal? I guess so. I guess so. I mean, we see through it. Everyone who, who really matters sees through it. And you have idiots who are, who are buying in. Oh, you know, she's more moderate. And, uh, you know, she thinks that uh, trans women are actually women. And, uh, you know, yeah, all sorts of stuff like that. Nikki Haley's a Democrat. She's a leftist. Of course, the left wants her to defeat Donald Trump. A, they love when Donald Trump loses. But B, they would love to see a Democrat versus a Democrat with a third-party Democrat RFK Jr. running. Of course they want to see that. Biden versus Haley with RFK as the consolation prize. And he is, you know, he's not no chance. He has no chance of winning the general election. But if he does run, Trump's margin over Joe Biden does grow. Which was very silly in the beginning. I saw people saying, RFK is going to take votes from Trump. The only similarities he really has with Donald Trump, he's anti-establishment on his side of the aisle. Except he really isn't. He's a climate hoaxer, he's a gun grabber, he's a baby killer. So he's not really anti-establishment there. That's what the Democrat establishment stands for anyway. But, uh, you know, he's got a very interesting stance on the vaccine. Which is the only thing that could possibly draw voters from voting for Trump to voting for RFK. Because of the vaccine. Well, you know what, none of that really matters, to be honest with you. I am... uh, I'm excited to see 
Trump versus Biden, if RFK is on the ticket, it makes Donald Trump's margin grow. The idea that it was going to hurt Trump was silly. I don't know why it was floated out there, but uh, bless you. But uh, it was it was pretty silly, and that's obviously not the case. So we have that. Uh, we also have uh, blue states, you know, Democrat-run states, that are treating Donald Trump the way Vladimir Putin treated Alexei Navalny. Yes, Vladimir Putin does jail his political opponents. Yes, Vladimir Putin does put people in prison for dissenting speech. Yes, Vladimir Putin does support Joe Biden for re-election. No, despite what Tucker Carlson wants you to believe, I respect his work. I thought the interview was good. No, Vladimir Putin is not our friend. There's this all or nothing thing that happens. It's pretty much everywhere now where like since the Democrats say they don't like Putin, like Republicans and MAGA voters want to say they do like Putin. I respect Putin's stances on a couple of things. Being nationalistic is one of them. He believes and he really wants to see the strongest Russia possible. I respect that. I don't want to see the strongest Russia possible. Why? Because there are rivals on the world stage. I want to see the strongest America possible. But I can, I can respect Vladimir Putin's stance you know, in terms of being a nationalist, I get it. He doesn't like all of the uh, the transgender craziness. Hey, I respect his stance there too. Does he go a little too far where he like bans them from society? Probably. I would say probably. As long as you're not hurting anybody, I really don't care what you're doing. You want to be a guy in a dress? Go be a guy in a dress. Just don't try and recruit people into your cult. That's all I'm asking. Don't get kids involved. And don't go in the ladies' room. You can dress however you want. You can refer to yourself however you want. Just don't demand that I do the same. But Vladimir Putin does jail his political opponents. Vladimir Putin is a tyrant. Vladimir Putin is a KGB, an ex-KGB thug. Okay? He is not our friend. He does not like the United States of America. And he respects Donald Trump as a strong leader on the world stage. But of course, he prefers Joe Biden to be the leader of the United States of America on the world stage because Joe Biden is weak. And as Vladimir Putin says, he is predictable. That is why Vladimir Putin prefers Joe Biden over Donald Trump when we're talking about the election coming up in 2024. And no matter how much the left wants to say, oh, he's gaslighting. Oh, he just wants you to think that. No, no, no. It's obvious Joe Biden being the president, they go, well, why is that obvious? He's the one, you know, uh, halting Russia's advances in Ukraine. No, proxy wars will work both ways, folks. Joe Biden is funneling all of our resources into a black hole and Russia is sitting there destroying them and still making advances. Bakhmut fell last year. Avdivka in Ukraine fell this year. Fell this year. Major strongholds holds on eastern Ukraine have fallen. U.S. military equipment is being destroyed. Ukraine needs more of it because the old stuff, the stuff that they got, is gone. So we keep giving them our stuff. They're chewing through it. We're going to have no stuff left. That makes the United States weaker. Vladimir Putin knows that. Proxy wars worth geez. Proxy wars work both ways. And Putin knows that. It's not that he wants Trump in there because Trump says he can do whatever the hell he wants to any NATO country that doesn't pay up. By the way, it's brutally honest. But if you want to be a part of an alliance, 
a treaty alliance and an organization, then you better pay your fair share. Pay your fair share, right? You better pay up. Or don't expect the rest of the people to come there and protect you. And by the rest of the people, I mean the United States. Putin prefers Biden. And it's also funny that Biden does a lot of the same things that Vladimir Putin does in Russia. That we all have problems with. You have an issue with Alexei Navalny being jailed because he's a political opponent in Russia? What the hell are you trying to do to Donald Trump? What have you done to J6ers? What did you do to a guy, Douglas Mackey, who shared a meme on the internet that was mean to Hillary Clinton? You put him in prison. Peter Navarro, in prison. Roger Stone had his home raided. Donald Trump had his home raided. Interfering in elections. The Democrats are literally doing everything that Vladimir Putin does. Like to a T. Of course, Putin prefers Biden. They're the same guy, essentially. Now, I talked about January Sixers, right? The Supreme Court has, obviously, we heard that they would hear the Fisher versus the United States case, which is a major case. That is the obstruction of an official proceeding case. Everybody was focused on the Trump immunity claims and how that was going to delay the January 6th trial that was supposed to start on March 4th. It's obviously not starting on March 4th. It's been delayed. Everyone forgot about the obstruction of an official proceeding case, which is Fisher versus the United States, which now very likely will further delay... Trump's D.C. trial because he's charged with that quote-unquote crime. It's going to further delay Donald Trump's D.C. trial because they're going to hear arguments in April. They're going to hear the arguments in April. I think it's April 16th. But generally, traditionally, most Supreme Court rulings and opinions are not handed down until the end of the term, which is in June. So Donald Trump's trial may be delayed until after June the earliest because of Fisher versus the United States and because Donald Trump is charged with the obstruction of an official proceeding felony and the Fisher case is challenging the application of that charge. Has it been applied to January 6ers the right way? Is the application of that charge appropriate? And if the Supreme Court rules that it is not appropriate, that is a seismic shift That is a seismic event in J6 world for J6ers and for Donald Trump. So we'll see that as well. And last but not least, the ADL has decided that the transgender shooter here in Nashville last year that shot up the uh, Christian school and killed children, wouldn't you know, is not an extremist. So, and we knew this. We knew this. The left doesn't actually think that killing children is extreme because they're the party of abortion. So they don't actually think that killing kids is extreme. They like it. They encourage it. They love when black people do it. That's why there's Planned Parenthoods in a lot of black communities in this country. That's why the founder of Planned Parenthood founded Planned Parenthood. Margaret Sanger said, and I quote, we don't want them to know that this is a plan to exterminate the Negro population. Her words, not my words. I don't like it for that reason and other reasons. The left doesn't hate killing kids. When a right-winger, right-winger, kills children in a school with a shooting, he's an extremist. When a clear, obvious, left-wing, sociopathic, crazed, insane individual 
Did I mention transgender? No, I said all those are the problems, which, which would assume. You know, you would assume somebody with all those conditions just probably thinks they're in the wrong body. When a transgender individual who is a clear left-wing radical kills children in a school, no, nope, that's not an extremist. The ADL. They're not to be taken seriously, just like the SPLC, just like the ACLU. They're not to be taken seriously. And if we get to it at the end, back the Bruce. Remember Bruce Blakeman? I always say Nassau County, he has, they have the best county executive in the entire state. Bruce Blakeman takes a stand against the insanity in Nassau County because Bruce Blakeman is the best county executive in the state. No offense to anybody else, but he's in a purple district or a purple county and he is doing unbelievable things, leading from the front in New York State. So if we get to that towards the end of the show, we'll talk about what Bruce Blakeman just did. You'll see it in the ticker, but we'll go a little bit further in depth. Uh, I'd love to get to all that and stuff and more. Before we do that, I want to get to a word from our friends over at Switch2USA.com. Take a look at this quick video. We all want to make a difference in our country and, and make change, but we don't all have the ability to do so. A lot of people are busy. They can't join school boards. They can't get on borough council, but they can change where they shop. And it's just shopping. It's that simple. We're going to link arms and we're going to shop right here at this American factory. They make the products and they're all natural and they're good for us and they're affordable. Everything's made here in the USA. That is switch to number two USA.com. Switch to number two USA.com. Folks, we've been talking about how the world has been going absolutely crazy with supply chain issues, Record-setting inflation and sky-high gas prices. We know how the big box stores were allowed to stay open the entire time. Well, so many little guys, small business owners, regular people were forced to close. The wealthiest on the planet became better off while mom and pop suffered. The question is, what are we willing to do about it? How can our voices be heard? Well, you can vote with your dollars. That's how you make a difference. This is a call to action. Switch away from the big box conglomerates and shop factory direct at a family-owned Made in America. Three words, not two, Joe Biden. Manufacturer for all your monthly consumables, toothpaste, shaving cream, healthy snacks, and now grass-fed beef, all delivered right to your door. Switch away from Made in China and switch to Made in the USA. It's one of the best ways to get around the crazy inflation today. Shop with a family-owned company that puts their customers first rather than shareholders and corporate executives. Join the parallel economy that has been formed. Join the massive sweep that is happening through Patriot Nation and decide today that you want to be a part of the movement to cut off their cash flow. Sign up. My friend Maria, you see her on the screen. We'll give you a call back to enroll you. Once you're enrolled, then you can start shopping at this privately owned mom and pop that is switch to number two USA.com. Switch to number two USA.com. Switch to USA.com. Next up, we have TakeLean.com from Brickhouse Nutrition. We love Take Lean and uh, this, uh, this incredible product. Folks, you know about stress. Everyone knows about stress. This may be why you can't lose weight. If you have moderate to high stress, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean, L-E-A-N, could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you all know about stress eating and sugar cravings. Now, here's the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels. It helps optimize metabolism, and it helps keep your appetite under control. If your life is a bit stressful and you want to lose weight, add Lean, L-E-A-N, to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Get 15% off. You see it on your screen right there, rumble.com slash LFA TV. 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. Tango, Alpha, Kilo, Echo, 
Lima Echo Alpha November. Take lean.com. Use the code LFA15. Lima Foxtrot Alpha 15 for 15% off at take lean.com. That is promo code LFA15 at take lean.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and this product has not been intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and is not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. That is takelean.com, promo code LFA15, takelean.com, promo code Lima Foxtrot Alpha 15. Last but not least is the LFA TV store at the unbelievable. LFA TV website. You see it on your screen right there for you. That is LFATV.us. You can click on that pop-up. It brings you to the show that is currently live. Click on the LFA TV store tab and you will see everything that the LFA TV store has to offer. It's the best, one of the best ways to support the LFA TV network as a whole is to pick up some LFA TV merch at the LFA TV store. Shirts, hoodies, flannels, tote bags, lanyards, all sorts of really great stuff. Sweatshirts and hoodies and winter hats and coffee and coffee mugs and baseball caps. They've got it all for you here at the LFA TV store. That is LFATV.us. Click on the store tab, or you can go directly to the store by going to jeremyherald.com slash store. That's LFATV.us or jeremyherald.com slash store. All right, let's preview the South Carolina primary. We'll talk about a couple of wild cards that you may see in the South Carolina primary as well. Couple of polls. Number one and the latest poll Actually, let's start with not the latest poll. We're in a little bit out of order here on my scenes, but it's okay because I've got the numpad of destiny that will change my scene when I need it. There it is. South Carolina 2024 primary poll. This is from Emerson College, and uh, this was released on February 20th of 2024. Now, you know I love polling. I think polling is, is, is excellent. I think it's, you know, it's not perfect, but I think it is uh, fascinating in that it gives us data, and we can look at the data, and we can look at specific points within the data and determine what is going to happen or at least get a feel for how people are feeling right now before elections and political events and issues, et cetera, et cetera, in the country. This poll was done between uh, February 15th and 17th of 1,197 likely GOP primary voters. They were not all Republicans, though. They were not all Republicans. This survey did survey Some Democrats, probably not enough because we saw how many Democrats voted in New Hampshire, but they did survey a number of Democrats here in the South Carolina, uh, in this Emerson College polling. New Emerson College polling, uh, the Hill survey of South Carolina voters finds former President Donald Trump with a 23 point lead over former Governor Nikki Haley, 58 percent to 35 percent. 7% are undecided with undecided voters support accounted for Trump's support increases to 61% and Haley's to 39%. South Carolina holds an open primary. There is a divide among Republican and independent affiliated voters. Spencer Kimball, executive director of Emerson College polling said voters who affiliate as Republicans break for Trump over Haley 71% to 29% while voters who affiliate as independent break for Nikki Haley 54% to 46%. Trump's support is highest among voters under 40, younger voters, with 69%, while Haley's support is highest among voters in their 50s at 48%. Haley leads Trump among voters whose highest degree is college by four points, 52 to 48, but trails among postgraduates, 43 to 57. Haley also wins among the relatively few Republican voters who consider threats to democracy. So these are actually Democrats 
education and abortion access the top issues in the state, while Trump wins overwhelmingly with voters who care about the real issues like the economy, immigration, and crime, who are their top issues. In a general election between uh, Trump and Biden, of this sample, which oversamples Republicans, Donald Trump beats Joe Biden by 14 points, 51% to 37%, and 13% are undecided. Women voters are five points in opposition to the state's abortion law. They asked about that. Uh, And we can get the full results here and find out exactly how many of these uh, voters that were uh, spoken to in the Emerson poll were Democrats. So you have 538 Republicans, 293 independents, and actually 366 Democrats. Uh, So you did have... Um, 30% of the field that was polled here were Democrats and the, and the numbers are still very much in favor of Donald Trump. This may be a more accurate poll than the latest poll in the South Carolina primary from USA Today. And that poll is going to show us that Donald Trump has a larger lead, but I do think that is because this poll has sampled less Democrats than before, right? So Donald Trump has a larger lead because it's a smaller number of Democrats percentage-wise than the Emerson College polling uh, poll that we just spoke about, which still gave Donald Trump a 23-point victory. And as far as I'm concerned, anything over 20 points is a massive win for Trump and will be humiliation for Nikki Haley. This is in the uh, USA Today article about their poll. Donald Trump is poised to trounce Nikki Haley Saturday in her home state of South Carolina. An exclusive Suffolk University and USA Today poll finds with a yawning advantage that has not been diminished by the former president's controversies or legal travails. Among those very likely to vote in the state's Republican primary, Trump leads Haley by close to two to one, 63 percent to 35 percent. That is a 28 percentage point margin. The story of this poll is the depth of strength shown by Donald Trump. The former president holds double-digit advantages among men and women in every age group and among both high school graduates and those with a college degree. Haley has hoped for a strong showing in South Carolina that twice elected her governor, but Trump's lead is larger than his 19-point win over 2016 Senator Marco Rubio in his home state of Florida. The survey was taken Thursday through Sunday by Landline and cell phone of only 500 South Carolina voters who said they were very likely to vote in the primary or had already cast an early ballot, the margin of error is 4.4 percentage points, which is about double that of the Emerson poll. South Carolina voters like Haley, but they prefer Donald Trump a lot more. Now, the biggest, the biggest indicator about who is actually coming out and supporting Nikki Haley. Haley holds a wide lead among Voters who identify themselves as liberals or moderates. Again, Haley holds a wide lead among those who identify themselves as liberals or moderates. It's a 21-point lead over Donald Trump. But those are Democrat or moderate Republican or independent voters. And that's the Republican primary. I truly believe the moderate Republican voter who right now is participating, think about this, in the Republican primary, okay? Because that's probably the party that they more closely associate with than the Democrats right now. Those moderate Republican voters, 
will vote for Trump. They may not tell anybody about it, but they will vote for Trump in the general election. That much I can believe because they're just not on board with Joe Biden. Some of them might be, but the majority of this group that supports Haley over Trump right now will support Trump in the primary, in the uh, general election. They may not aggressively campaign for him. They may not be enthusiastic about it. They may have to hold their nose and do it. They may swear they didn't even do it, but they're going to do it, I think. But Haley, the fact that she holds a 21-point advantage over those who identify themselves as liberals or moderates, first of all, what are they doing voting in the Republican primary? They're interfering in it. Moderates, fine. But a 21-point lead, a narrow one among those who are voting in the GOP primary for the first time, two-point lead, Nikki Haley is garnering the majority of her support from Democrats. We have known that for a long time because, as we have said many, many times over, Nikki Haley is a Democrat. That is who she is. That is what she is. That is what she stands for. That is how she messages. That is how she campaigns. Nikki Haley is a Democrat. You need more proof than just polling data? No problem. I've got it for you. There are over 5,200 Biden donors that are bankrolling Nikki Haley's campaign. These are people who are donating to Joe Biden who are now going to be donating and supporting Nikki Haley. Why would they be supporting a Republican candidate? They didn't get behind DeSantis. They didn't get behind Vivek Ramaswamy. They weren't donating to Chris Christie. But they're donating to Nikki Haley. Because this is their attempt, before the trials start, before the indictments and all this other stuff, before any possible convictions... This is their attempt to rig the 2024 election in their favor and get two Democrats running against each other while a third party nonsense Democrat runs in RFK Jr. Nikki Haley is uh, her failing presidential campaign is being bankrolled by over this on the National Pulse, Jack Montgomery, by over 5,200 former donors to Joe Biden's 2020 presidential campaign, lending credence to Donald Trump's contention that she is only remaining in the race to try and damage him ahead of the general election. What the Democrats are doing with Nikki Haley is they are funding her and her campaign's efforts to gin up what? Opposition research and damaging information against Donald Trump under the illusion that she has that she can win the primary. Now, I'm here to say I don't even think that she thinks she can win the primary. I think she knows what her role is. This is what she has been contracted to do. And she is now doing the job that she is being paid to do. She is being propped up to damage Donald Trump ahead of the general election. One of the biggest fears that a lot of uh, politicians, political scientists, activists, etc., have about primaries is that sometimes the primaries can get so ugly that the primaries can cause the winner of the primary to have been damaged so much that come the general election, the opponent in the general can use the information that was dug up in the primary against the opponent. Do you understand what I'm saying? So the the hypothetical here is Donald Trump is in a nasty primary with a bunch of other candidates. They're all dropping out. One candidate remains. It's Nikki Haley. She's coming at him. She's she's repeating all the fake news hoaxes. You know, she repeated the lie in her speech that Donald Trump called veterans suckers and losers, which didn't happen. And then you're going to have the Biden campaign looking at what Haley says, putting that on tape and saying, even members of Donald Trump's own party 
say that he's not the right choice to be president. Vote for me, Joe Biden. We've done a great job, even though he hasn't. Uh, and, uh, and, and we'll continue to do a great job going forward. That is Nikki Haley's role. Now, a lot of times in primaries, it happens just as a, as a byproduct of candidates going after each other, but they mend the fences, they shake hands. Even Ron DeSantis was down in South Carolina recently and said Donald Trump is going to win by a large margin and Nikki Haley has no chance, you know. And I'm sure there's still bad blood between those two and we'll just have to see how that plays out. But sometimes the the byproduct of a primary is too much damaging information coming out that it does hurt the winner of that primary in the general election. But in this case, that is Nikki Haley's intent. A lot of times, the primary opponents don't want that to be the case. They still want to be on the winning team come the general election. Nikki Haley does not want to see Donald Trump win. And that is why she's being propped up by former Biden donors. She is being used. She is being paid. She is being financed. She is being propped up and given the resources to continue to put damaging information out about Donald Trump so that the Biden campaign in the general election can use what she has done here in the primary against Donald Trump to hurt his chances of winning and to help Joe Biden's chances of winning re-election. That is all that is going on here. We have known it for a while. Now, what are my predictions in the South Carolina primary? I'm going with polling numbers here. I'm going with the data. And I am saying that Donald Trump is going to win by 20 plus points. I think somewhere between 20 and 25 points. That is my official prediction. You can book it. You can put it in the comments that I said uh, at 32 minutes through the show that I believe Donald Trump is going to beat Nikki Haley in South Carolina by between 20 and 25 points. That's where I think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be as wide a margin as some people are saying because of the Democrat voting factor. But I also don't think it's going to be a smaller margin either because a lot of the Democrats aren't necessarily as enthusiastic about voting for Haley after their efforts fell very, very far, very short, way short in New Hampshire. So Donald Trump over Nikki Haley by 20 to 25 points in tomorrow's primary in South Carolina. We'll see how that prediction holds up come uh, come Monday when we are back live on the air for you here, rumble.com slash LFA TV. Folks, keep hitting that thumbs up button for us now as we are uh, pre-recorded today for travel, but I was happy to spend yesterday live with you uh, because we, weren't, we were not uh, doing anything on Newsmax. Carl Higby and the Newsmax team is down in CPAC. They've got exclusive uh, CPAC coverage do- going on down there that, uh, that they have programmed for. So our regular Newsmax appearance will be back next week, but we, will not, we were not obviously pre-recorded yesterday. We were live. So hit the thumbs up button. Make sure that you are subscribed to rumble.com slash LFA TV. Uh, this is uh, obviously the best lineup of conservative commentary on the internet. Uh, there is no better one. There is no better one out there. I know there's been tech issues, but you're all sticking through it. We really appreciate all of your uh, dedication to the cause here. So keep the thumbs ups coming. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you're following us on audio and you're subscribed to our email list on our website, Farish Media, F-A-R-A-S-H Media dot com. Uh, check out the website once the show is over and uh, sign up for the email list there. All right, let's get to a word from our friends over at Let's Go Brandon Token, shall we? This is crypto and crypto is on one heck of a run right now. 
It's time to take a deep dive into the world of cryptocurrencies where innovation meets freedom and community empowerment. And this is Let's Go Brandon Token. What sets them apart is the unique approach to giving back. With every transaction made using the token, 2% goes directly to the America First wallet, which is used to donate to America First candidates, causes, and charities that align with your values. Let's Go Brandon Token also rewards its holders by dispersing 7% of the buy and sell tax back to the community so you earn passive income simply by holding your tokens and being a part of the vibrant and supportive community. They're also uh, offering self-paced crypto classes on the website that are designed specifically for beginners so the so you can have the knowledge and confidence to navigate the ever-changing crypto landscape with ease. Visit the website today, letsgobrandontoken.com, to learn more and become a part of the incredible movement to embrace freedom, empower the community, and make a positive impact together. Also note that investing in cryptocurrencies does involve risk, and it's important to do your own research before making any investment decisions. This message is not financial advice, but it is friendly advice to check out our friends at letsgobrandontoken.com. That is letsgobrandontoken.com. Next up is CB Distillery. We talked about stress when we were talking about Brickhouse Nutrition. Now we're going to talk about stress again. Let me guess. Your medicine cabinet. I know what it looks like. It's crammed with uh, stuff that doesn't work. This doesn't work. You're not sleeping. You're still in pain. And you're still stressed out. That's how it was for me too. So I cleared out my medicine cabinet and I reset my health with CBD from CB Distillery. That is Charlie Bravo Distillery. It's been a real change. CB Distillery's target formula, uh, targeted formulations are made from the highest quality Clean ingredients, no fluff, no fillers, just pure, effective CBD solutions designed specifically to support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm, 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said that they slept better with CBD. If you struggle with a health concern and you haven't found relief, make the change like I did to CB Distillery. With over 2 million uh, customers and a solid 100% money-back guarantee, CB Distillery is the source to trust. Now, I have a 20% discount to get you started at cbdistillery.com, code LFA, Lima Foxtrot Alpha. That is cbdistillery.com. You see them on your screen for you right now. CB Distillery, Charlie Bravo Distillery.com, promo code LFA for 20% off. That is cbdistillery.com, code LFA, cbdistillery.com, code LFA. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I got to take a deep breath. Let me get a little drink of water here. As we continue on, and we show you that the Democrats are indeed absolutely hypocritical, they're absolutely ridiculous, they don't understand what they're, well, some of them don't understand, most of them do understand what they're doing, they have turned the United States into a banana republic, they have undermined faith in the justice system, the blue states, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Georgia, which isn't actually a blue state, but there's a lot of blue influence there. California, Vermont, and Maine, and Colorado, and a lot of these states. They are treating Donald Trump like Vladimir Putin treated Alexei Navalny. Now, Alexei Navalny was one of Vladimir Putin's harshest critics. He exposed a lot of Vladimir Putin's corruption. He fiercely opposed him in political races. He was very outspoken. He was in many ways fearless, and he was jailed and persecuted by Vladimir Putin and his tyrannical regime. Because Vladimir Putin is not our friend, and Russia is not a friend of the United States. Can the United States and Russia coexist together? Can they make deals with one another? Absolutely. But they will never be friends. 
The United States and Russia are not friends. Vladimir Putin is not a friend to the United States. I don't care how many puff pieces Tucker Carlson wants to put out about grocery prices in Moscow. It doesn't that that type of stuff is out of context when you talk about the average salary in Russia being one fifth of the average salary in the United States. It doesn't matter that groceries are one fourth the cost. You're making less money. You're actually paying more based off of what you own for groceries in Russia than you do in the United States. But for some reason, I don't know if he was threatened. We've seen how Tucker reacts when he's threatened. When he was threatened by Fox, he put the kibosh on the January 6th coverage. And I mean, this is a little different than being threatened by Fox. Putin kills journalists. So, you know, maybe maybe, uh, Tucker Carlson had to put out some nice things about Russia to satisfy Vladimir Putin. Whatever. I mean, I obviously don't want him to die. So if that's what he had to do, it's unfortunate. But Vladimir Putin, I'm so, what is this? Why did that happen? That's not the right thing. Vladimir Putin is, that's not the right thing. Why is that going to number five? There we go. Vladimir Putin is not our friend. He's not our friend. And I, some people say, oh, buddy, he's this. He, 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 he believes in a strong country. Okay, great. That doesn't make him our friend. Hitler believed in a strong Germany. Hitler was not our friend either. Okay? The Democrats are treating Donald Trump the same way Vladimir Putin treated Alexei Navalny. No, he's not in jail yet. No, he has not been poisoned yet. But you don't think they're going to want to try? You have outlets talking about Donald Trump, about him dying. They floated the possibility out there. What if he dies? And then they said, when he dies, this is what happens. When he dies? As if it's a certainty? I'm not putting anything past the left. Absolutely nothing. As a matter of fact, I was watching one of my favorite videos the other night. It was uh, the Young Turks. Say, you like the Young Turks? No, I don't like the Young Turks. But I love watching them melt down on 2016 on election night. And Cenk Uyghur, whatever his name is, they call him Chunky Yogurt because he's a fat slob. Cenk said, after he realized that they had lost to Donald Trump, we're done being polite. Well, you know what? We need to be done being polite too. The Democrats are treating Donald Trump just like Vladimir Putin treated Alexei Navalny. Of course, Democrats are quick to seize on Navalny's death to attack Trump, as it says here in the Breitbart article by Joel B. Pollack. It's a great, great article. President Joe Biden even suggested Trump was siding with Russia, a revival of the collusion hoax that prevents Democrats from seeing the totalitarian nature of their own behavior. But consider the fact that Democrats, through the Biden administration's DOJ and through elected Democrat prosecutors in New York and Georgia, want to put Trump in prison for the rest of his life. They have charged Trump with crimes whose combined penalties exceed 700 years. This is Russia stuff, folks. One of the federal charges Trump faces even carries a potential death penalty under an obscure statute passed in the 19th century, the Espionage Act. Prosecutors claim they're not seeking that penalty, but the message was sent. In New York, a Democrat judge found Trump liable for civil fraud without letting him mount a defense. And there were no victims. Attorney General Alicia James, who ran for office vowing to target Trump, used an obscure fraud statute in a completely new way to target Trump. Though he had not intended to defraud anybody, and the big banks that he dealt with were not harmed in any way. Trump was hit with a massive fine, totaling half a billion dollars. And he has to pay it before he can even appeal. And Letitia James said that she would seize his buildings if he didn't pay. He could take his home. This is exactly what Vladimir Putin does in Russia. This is what he does to his political opponents. 
This is not new. This is something the Democrats have been about for quite some time. And this is why I say it's time to keep talking about Spygate. It's time to show everybody that the Democrats are the party that the Russians actually want to win. This is not a theory that I have come up with. This is not some sort of obscure thought that I had and I woke up in my sleep going, oh my gosh, I just dreamt it up. The Russians actually prefer the Democrat Party. This is logic and it makes perfect sense. I go back to this article on the Hill all the time and this article on the Hill basically says that Vladimir Putin is lying when he says he prefers Joe Biden. But folks, Vladimir Putin is not lying when he says he prefers Joe Biden. Because Joe Biden is the idiot that gave Vladimir Putin back the merchant of death for Brittany Griner. Vladimir Putin is the idiot whose party continues to send U.S. military equipment and U.S. taxpayer money into a black hole in Ukraine to the point where the hundreds of billions of dollars and resources that we have already sent there were not enough and Ukraine needs more, which means the resources that we have sent there have already been squandered, which means that they're gone which means that Russia has destroyed them, which means that we do not have them anymore, nor do we have access to them, nor will we ever get them back, which has weakened us. That is why Vladimir Putin prefers Joe Biden. And I know it's very tough for Democrats to hear this, but Vladimir Putin loves Joe Biden as president of the United States because Joe Biden is easy to predict. Those are Putin's own words. He called him very predictable, which goes backs up my claim that Donald Trump was the Nolan Ryan of presidents. He was effectively wild. You never knew where that fastball was going to wind up, so you didn't crowd the plate. You understand what I'm saying? Vladimir Putin prefers Joe Biden because Joe Biden is predictable and Joe Biden is weak. Joe Biden is taking measures against Russia that aren't working while taking a fake, fraudulent, soft, I mean, hard stance against Russia, all the while they are getting away with everything. They are the the Biden regime has gone back to the trend of Vladimir Putin expanding his territory under or in front of every American president except Donald Trump. That's why Vladimir Putin prefers Joe Biden over Trump, because Joe Biden is easy to manipulate. Joe Biden is easy to outmaneuver. He is outmaneuvered by flights of steps. He is outmaneuvered by a teleprompter. So, of course, he will be able to be outmaneuvered by somebody as shrewd, as cunning, as intelligent and as manipulative as Vladimir Putin. Those are not compliments. Those are legitimate attributes. And there's a reason why I don't like him. The same reasons I don't like Vladimir Putin from that regard, that he's he knows how to negotiate. He's a shrewd guy. He's intelligent. He's calculated. He's cunning. That's the reasons why Vladimir Putin does not want Donald Trump to be back in the White House 
because he is the same way. Joe Biden does not believe in a strong America. Joe Biden believes in a weak America with open borders where anybody who can cause this country harm can come here and strain this country's resources into the point of it crumbling. Vladimir Putin likes that. He doesn't want a president to come into the United States and build a wall and shut down the border and keep these horrible people from coming in and deport the ones that are here and send them out. Vladimir Putin wants the United States to be invaded and overrun. And he doesn't even have to be the person to do it. That's why Vladimir Putin wants Joe Biden reelected. The left is in panic mode because they've been exposed here. Because there was never any Russian collusion with Trump. The Russians always preferred the Democrats. They preferred the candidate, Hillary Clinton, in 2016, who says Vladimir Putin will get a reset button after the election. They preferred Obama. They preferred Biden because they've made America weaker. And there is nothing that satisfies Vladimir Putin's appetite than a weak America. That is why Vladimir Putin prefers Joe Biden. It's not gaslighting. He's not trolling. He's not meddling. He's being honest with you. He doesn't want to deal with Trump again because Donald Trump was the only American president in the last, what, 20, 30 years that held Vladimir Putin in check. The only one. He don't want to deal with that guy again. And the left doesn't want to deal with him either. They definitely don't want to deal with them. That's why they're trying to put him in prison. We mentioned that blue states and, and Democrat leadership and the Democrat Party has started to adopt the same tactics as Vladimir Putin with Alexei Navalny. Well, there's a little bit of good news on this front. The Supreme Court has released its calendar for April. And on that calendar is Fisher versus the United States. This is on SCOTUS blog. Dot com Gives you all the updates on the Supreme Court. The 2023-2024 term at the Supreme Court will close out regularly scheduled oral arguments with three high-profile disputes over the interpretation of the federal criminal law that is at the center of special counsel Jack Smith's prosecution of former President Donald Trump, the constitutionality of an Oregon city's law regulating uh, camping on public property and an Idaho law that criminalizes abortion. The court on Friday released its calendar for April of 2024, which will feature nine hours of arguments over six days, beginning on April 15th and concluding on April 24th. Fisher versus the United States is set to be heard on August 16th. The justices will hear arguments on, uh, sorry, April 16th, not August. The justices will hear arguments on April 16th in Fisher versus the United States, which is a case of a man, A.J. Fisher, who says he was only briefly inside the United States Capitol on January 6th, but was charged with, among other things, obstruction of an official proceeding, one of the same charges brought by Jack Smith against President Trump last year. U.S. District Judge Carl Nichols dismissed the obstruction charge against A.J. Fisher for reasoning that the law which was, pay attention, pay attention to this. This is the biggest argument about J6 right now. U.S. District Judge Carl Nichols dismissed the obstruction charge against A.J. Fisher, reasoning that the law, the obstruction of an official proceeding, which was enacted in the wake of the Enron collapse, was only intended to apply to evidence tampering that obstructs an official proceeding, meaning witness tampering. 
and tampering with court proceedings. The United States Court of Appeal, Appeals for the District of Columbia, the D.C. Court of Appeals, which, uh, Appeals, which is rigged beyond belief, reinstated the charge against A.J. Fisher, who then petitioned for the Supreme Court review, and that was granted earlier this year. There are many people who believe that because the Supreme Court granted the review, that they are already basically thinking that they will rule in favor of A.J. Fisher, which would throw a gigantic wrench in the plans of anybody looking to criminalize January 6thers for obstructing an official proceeding. And the reason why they defaulted to that charge is because of how it's worded, is because they could not charge anybody with insurrection because there was no insurrection. So in order to float and continue to progress and push forward and advance the football of the insurrection narrative, they had to charge these people with something that sounded like insurrection, obstruction of an official proceeding, which was the vote counting and the certification of Joe Biden's electoral victory in the 2020 election. The Supreme Court is now going to hear this. And the fact of the matter is with the Supreme Court, a lot of times when they hear these cases, they hand down their opinions at the end of the term. The term usually ends in June, late June or early July. If you remember when Roe versus Wade, we had the, le the leaker, the, 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 the draft opinion leaked in May. But the official ruling and the official opinion was not handed down until June. Now, are they going to do this quicker because of the implications of so many cases past and present, including Trump's D.C. trial? Maybe. But traditionally, the Supreme Court hands these cases down, these, these rulings down, at the end of June. And because Donald Trump is charged under this charge, this statute of uh, obstructing an official proceeding, and it's being reviewed by the Supreme Court, this is likely to delay Donald Trump's D.C. trial, which is the one that I fear has the greatest chance of conviction because the D.C. courts are rigged. It's going to delay that even further, most likely. We'll be following that April 16th, the, the uh, oral arguments in the Fisher versus United States case, a landmark case with regards to J6 and Donald Trump's D.C. trial. Big, big news going into the weekend there. All right. I want to get to a word from our friends over at OFP Farms. That is OscarFoxtrotPapaFarms.com and their amazing magnesium products. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have chronic pain and you're tired and sore, I want to introduce you to OFP Farms and their amazing magnesium products. You may be asking why magnesium. Well, it's because magnesium is an essential nutrient for cell growth and regeneration and function. Most people are deficient in magnesium without even realizing it. Industrialized farming has made it just about impossible to acquire the proper amount of daily magnesium from food sources these days. OFP Farms magnesium products are packed with a combination of nutrients and essential oils, which help you feel rested, more relaxed, and provides a great source of magnesium via topical approach. Pain starts to fade as the magnesium works to help reduce inflammation, balancing blood flow, and allowing the recovery process to begin. Get relief from sore muscles, tired joints, headaches, and other inflammatory issues right where you need it with OFP Farms topical magnesium product line. It is hard to believe that these simple products can help with so much, but they absolutely do. And you're welcome to browse the many five-star reviews at OFPFarms.com, OscarFoxtrotPapaFarms.com. 
They are a patriotic, America-first, God-fearing, small family farm, and a company that happens to love LFA TV. The owners have been on the show before, Denise and Corey, and they're amazing people. So visit the website at OFPFarms.com. Use the code LFA15, Lima Foxtrot Alpha 15. That is OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15. OFPFarms.com, promo code Lima Foxtrot Alpha 15 for 15% off your entire purchase. OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15. Last but not least, a new sponsor to the show, Cozy Earth. Folks, I want to ask you, how did you sleep last night? Did you sleep all right? Did you sleep okay? I mean, was your sleep good until Godzilla woke you up in the morning? How'd you sleep? If you answered not so great or just okay or don't ask, you're not alone. One out of every three Americans, one out of every three Americans report being being sleep deprived. And your sheets could be the problem. The wrong sheets can trap body heat, leaving you boiling one minute and then freezing the next. You know what the solution is? Cozy earth bedding. Now, Cozy Earth Bedding, here's the reason why I love Cozy Earth Bedding. You see it on your screen. There's a wheel here. They're offering big discounts. We'll get to that in a second. Cozy Earth's Bedding offers you life-changing luxury. It's best, Cozy Earth's best-selling uh, bamboo sheet set is made from 100% premium viscose from bamboo, which makes them naturally temperature-regulating and breathable, so you will sleep more comfortably all year round. Their sheets are uniquely soft and only get softer with every single wash. Cozy Earth comes with a 100-night sleep trial, which means that you have 100 nights to sleep on the sheets, wash the sheets, and try them out. If you're not completely in love with your sheets within 100 days, you can return them for a full refund. All of their products include a 10-year warranty against defects. Now, whether it's their luxury bedding, their ultra-comfortable loungewear, their plush bath towels, and more, you will love shopping. Love it, shopping at Cozy Earth. If you've never tried Cozy Earth, I've got great news for you. You can save up to 35%, folks. That is 35% off Cozy Earth right now. But this offer is not going to last forever. Go to CozyEarth.com and enter the promo code LFA, Lima Foxtrot Alpha. That is Cozy Earth, Charlie, Oscar, Zulu, Yankee, Echo, Alpha, Romeo, Tango, Hotel. CozyEarth.com and use the promo code LFA, Lima Foxtrot Alpha at checkout for up to 35% off. That is CozyEarth.com, promo code LFA, CozyEarth.com, promo code Lima Foxtrot Alpha. Ladies and gentlemen, we're almost wrapped up for the day, but I do want to give you this bit of news, which is disgusting. The ADL is refusing to classify the Nashville trans shooter as an extremist. So killing children is no longer an extremist thing to do because the trans community, as we know, as we've grown to understand, can do no wrong in the eyes of the left. Even now, up to the point of killing children, it is okay when trans people do it in the eyes of radical left-wing propagandists like the ADL. This is absolutely disgusting. The ADL has claimed the Nashville shooter who shot up a Christian school was, quote, not a left-wing extremist because the transgender used the term faggots in the manifesto. So that's why they're not a left-wing extremist. Interesting. Hale, quote, Hale left some writings not released by police that they described as lacking any specific political or social issues. Three pages of a document were later leaked that contained hateful epithets directed at white and LGBTQ plus people. Not an extremist, though which did not provide evidence of any particular extremist ideology. What? But rather primarily resentment 
and grievance at students from the shooter's former school perceived to be the, the, uh, better off than the shooter was, the ADL told the Daily Signal. The terms the ADL cited as examples to justify this reasoning included faggots and is, as an example of epithets directed at LGBTQ plus people. ADL CEO Jonathan Greenblatt posted to X, listen to this, that all murders in 2023 based on extremism were done by right-wingers. Could you believe that? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This is what we're up against, folks. This is what we are up against. They will never admit that a transgender person ever did anything wrong. And that is why, that is why I have great respect for Nassau County, Long Island, in New York. Bruce Blakeman, the county executive. Nassau County has banned biological males from joining female teams that use public sports facilities, calling it completely unfair. Kudos to a man in a purple district that may not be popular with a bunch of the residents standing up for what is right. This is why. We back the Bruce. Thank you, Bruce Blakeman. Thank you for standing up and doing the right thing. It's a pleasure to have known you. I'm happy you made your first campaign speech on the back of my pickup truck. And I am happy to see that you are doing the right thing in Nassau County and are not caving to the woke mob. Kudos to you, sir. In the words of Dan Bongino, moose nuts. Bruce Blakeman, you are the man. And that is why we back the Bruce. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for watching and listening today. Remember the prediction for the primary. Coming up tomorrow in South Carolina, Donald Trump by between 20 and 25 points. 20 and 25 points. You want me to put an exact number on it? 23. Donald Trump by 23. But I think it's going to be between 20 and 25 points. That's the range that I'm going at. Thank you so much uh, for watching and listening. Please hit the thumbs up button on the way out. Make sure you're following the channel, rumble.com slash LFA TV on the way out. Head over to the website, farishmedia.com, and be a part of our email list before you're done with your day today. F-A-R-A-S-H media.com. Sign up for the ungovernable email list there. Will Johnson coming up coming up next with Culture Wars at 6 p.m. Based America with Drew Hernandez at 7. And Stone Zone with Roger Stone at 8 p.m. Eastern. As President Trump says, we will never give up. We will never give in. And we will never, ever surrender. And if all else fails, we will just become ungovernable. Thank you. God bless you. God bless this one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Have a great rest of your day. No locals today because we are traveling. Have a fantastic rest of your weekend. Subscribe to us anywhere you get your audio podcast by searching for Ungoverned. Join the email list on the website, farishmedia.com. Rumble on the way out before you go. That's the thumbs up button. And make sure you're following rumble.com slash LFA TV so you never miss a thing. Thank you so much for being a part of the show today and for another great week. And we'll catch you on Monday. 